When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tonight, day one of season five of the wrap-up show. It is 2024. How many of you have been here since either day one on YouTube or day one on the radio? This launched summer of 2020, pandemic season. It was all on the radio. We did 60 shows for the 60 games plus the postseason. Then we did on the radio in 2021, Jim. At some point, I think Rich Orenberger said you should take it to YouTube. We did. We started that in September of 2021. So we did all of 22 and 23 on YouTube, and now we're starting 2024. So great to hang out with Padres fans. There's a lot to get into. And uh, Jim, year five of the wrap-up show on this January 4th is underway. Five years? Five years. Five seasons. I don't know if it's five years. I know. Five. five. We, 2020 was our first. 2020, 2021, <laughs> 2022. 2023, 2023, 2024. Oh my! This will be the fifth season. Time literally just like that. It flies, um, dude. We parlayed that into a radio talk show. We did. <laughs> and, That's uh, right. So here we are. Yeah, season five. It's been um, been interesting. On this very up and show, down. Will, will Chloe, Mary, Sean. I'm not good at math, chat. Like I'm not good at math. No, you're really not. Um, when you said five, I'm like, my mind is still, it's 2023. So all that when you said five, I'm like, wait, that doesn't equal. Like today, we were, we were saying that we're coming up on our two-year anniversary of the John and Jim show. But we're also, we'll be entering year three of the John and Jim show. Right, exactly. It's like I said, on day one of your junior year of high school, it's your third year in high school, but you've only been in high school for like two years in a day. So that's kind of where we are on John and Jim. On January 10th is our two-year anniversary, which kicks off a year three of John and Jim. Just like tonight's kind of kicking off year five of the wrap-up show. Kind well, of. it's our first show of the new year, so that's what it is. By the way, Jake, thank you for your membership. He says, don't know how my membership laps, but if you're here, if you want to become a member, click join. You'll get emojis 
and badges. You'll support our contact our, our uh, content. Also, if you're here, if you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, if you want to support the channel, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super chat here tonight. Please subscribe. If you are a baseball fan, we have year-round content for you with the Padres angle. So please subscribe if you are here and smash the like button for us as well. There have been some moves. There has been the completion of a coaching staff, but there are many more moves that are necessary for A.J. Preller. First things first, who I think the official pronunciation from what I was, I did a little bit of a dive on YouTube and I saw some videos in Korean where they were saying, Wu suck go. But I've heard a couple of people, including MLB Network, say, You suck go, the KBO reliever. So suck or suck. Um, Yuki Matsui, we've talked about. They acquired a minor league contract outfielder who was with the Giants for parts of the last two years, Bryce Johnson today, who can't hit. Um, so there, there is, there's a lot that AJ Preller still has to do that. I know. Well, I just want to say, and I, I said it the other day while you weren't here and I, I, I don't think I would have been able to go as long as I did on the radio talking about how amazing Wu suck goes name is. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was suck, if it was suck or if it was suck, I think it's actually suck. Okay. Well, I, that's just what I, at least some of the Korean videos I was watching, they were saying, I think, suck. Ooh, suck. Yeah, yeah kinda, I guess. I mean, because his name just, is there's, so, there's just so much more potential when his we name suck. is suck go. Right. Like, just so much more potential there. And I think it's a, it's easily one of the best names in all of baseball. Like, if, it, no matter how you pronounce it, it's an amazing name. Amazing. And again, it's Korean. So it's, it's, it's unique. There'll be a lot of discussion around it. Obviously. But his, but, but he on, Twitter today on Padres Twitter said like his last his name, name was just, just it just said his last name like it's go or my name no, is no, go. He, I think is that does anyone know anything about Korean yeah every once in a while we we've had viewers seriously in South Korea I think his first name is go but for well, in translation it's Wu Suk go but I, I think I'm, he goes by go I think in my name is go, he said I think Korean, like it, like the translation is, you say your last name first, right? Okay. I don't know. Go Woosuk. What go are we talking go. about? Woosuk Go. All right. I just think Before it's fantastic. Anything, it's an amazing name. Before we do anything, we need to acknowledge a couple of these supers. Um, and there's a very generous super that's rolled in, but I want to start with this one, which is also very generous. Jimmy, thank you. Thanks, first. Jimmy. I greatly appreciate it. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Jimmy saying, how many closed door meetings will the Padres have this year? I mean, over under four and a half. (laughs) They're publicized. I don't know if we'll get four and a half publicized closed door, but it might happen. That's a lot. I'm going to say two and a half. I'm going to give the under that we know of. Like there, I I think there will be a, a, one of those closed door meetings this year. I'm going to go. Oh, it will be a closed door meeting. Yeah. I'm going to go two that we will know of. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I would put over under at one and a half. Um, there'll be adversity. There always is. It's the San Diego Padres. They're not going 110 and 52. So there'll be adversity. We'll see how they overcome it. They didn't deal with it well last year. Hopefully they're better in 2024. Thank you, Jimmy. Jesse, seriously, thank you, man. Can we get some Jesse. clap emojis in the chat for our longtime viewer and friend, Jesse Mendoza? Thank you for the very generous super chat. Thank you, Jesse. Really appreciate your support. He says, I may not be able to watch all the time, but don't forget about me. I'm always here, fellas. Jesse out in Hawaii. Bro, I'm always optimistic about this team. Go pods. There's reasons for optimism. 
I would say. And thank you again, Jesse. There's also reasons for concern. I mean, it's a team that traded Juan Soto, doesn't have Blake Snell or Josh Hader, and the acquisitions they've made, there's some question marks. Guys that have had good success overseas, Yuki Matsui, Wu, Suk, or Suk, go. They've had success overseas, but, I mean, they're not Josh Hader, and they're not Blake Snell, and they're not Juan Soto because they don't hit. Yeah, I was getting in, into it with a couple people on Twitter tonight. I, really I, saw, I saw it briefly. I didn't even know it was happening. Not really get into it, just kind of like explaining, like, guys, just like, here's what I'm trying to say if you don't understand it. Like, you know, the moves this offseason that have been made, do I like some of them? Yeah. Do I hate some of them? Yeah, I do. Um, just because... I may like a couple more than I hate. Doesn't mean I'm going to say it's been a good offseason. There's still a bunch of needs left for this team. There's still time, but they got to get going. They still have five empty roster spots on their active 40-man roster mm -hmm. while needing a left fielder, a center fielder, a lefty bat somewhere, probably another starting pitcher or two, and some bench pieces. And so... It's kind of like what we saw last year. They signed Xander Bogarts. Everyone said, amazing offseason. Oh, my God, Preller's king. And then the season happened. And Xander Bogarts was awful. And a lot of moves that were made that were supposed to help, you know, be big contributors did not contribute. Yes, he had Michael Walker, Seth Lugo. They did good. But overall, the team did not perform. So now we look at last offseason with the signing of Xander Bogarts as being like, a huge problem. And so what I'm doing this off season is okay. Let's pump the brakes on saying it's good before we actually see what they have on the field, because we were all in that situation last year saying how great the off season was. And guess what? The team sucked. <laughs> so that's just like pump the brakes on saying that Preller's done a great job because first off, Anybody in baseball that's a general manager trading a, trading away Juan Soto, it's going to be hard for me to say that they've done a good job. <laughs> just to, to say that right now. Yeah, so, I'm almost leaning on the other side, which is like as yeah. opposed to pumping the brakes on saying it's been a good offseason. I would say it. I prefer. I mean, the way I look at it as someone that's like um, a realist in this conversation is yeah, it's hard to say that it has been anything other than a bad offseason. You've lost your manager. You've yeah. lost one of the best hitters in baseball. You've lost the Cy Young Award winner. You've lost arguably the best closer in baseball. Now, we could argue some some of the time so it wasn't perfect with Blake Snell. Didn't go as many innings as people had hoped. Or some of the nights with Josh Hader, you wish he could have thrown to another batter or pitched on more times consecutive days. You get the point. But at the end of the day, Hader was Hader and Snell was Snell and Soto was Soto. So yeah. we can argue the particulars. But you got none of those players coming back. You got Manny Machado off injury. Okay, off injury. We don't know when he's going to be in the field. We don't know if they're going to keep Hassan Kim. I'm led to believe. I mean, I would speculate that they're going to keep Hassan Kim. But, like, so. yeah, they, they've got, um, from an off-season perspective, they've won off-seasons and been bad, to your point. They're losing this off-season. Hopefully they're better on field than the results they've had this off-season under A.J. Preller. Yep, and the, the entire show tonight is, like, about their needs because there's a lot of them. I mean, we have what forty nine days or forty eight days until the first spring training game. My, I don't my know. I think you're, I close think it's, on that one. Maybe I think it's like <laughs> th 
39 days until they report, if not fewer than that. Or when's their first game? It's a good question. Let me look. Okay. You look that up. While you do that, I want to thank Alejandro for this very generous super chat. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. Year-round baseball content for you with the Padre Slant. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to support the channel with a super chat, we get to every single super chat. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. All right, that's about 49 days, roughly. I have no idea. First, How many days first, from January 4th to first the February 22nd? Um, Alejandro says, is a fan of both wrap-up shows. Thank you, Alejandro. That's the new Aztec wrap-up show, Jim. Um, that Jim's not like, a part what, of. Like, what are you talking about? No, that's the solo venture because, A, I don't need Jim, and B, Jim doesn't want to do it. Um, I got a fun question. What's a bigger San Diego sports moment? Butler buzzer beater in the final four or Cronenworth's hit in the NLDS? Go Padres, go Aztecs. I think that is a fun question. I would say nationally it's Butler because I don't think baseball until you get to the World Series resonates anything like a final four. I think locally you could argue, depending on who you're asking, depending on your fandom, I'm sure there's a ton of people who will tell you Jay Cronenworth over Lamont Butler or Butler over Cronenworth. But I think nationally, it's hard to compare Jay Cronenworth's hit. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jim. Jay Cronenworth against the Dodgers in the NLDS in 2022 on like TBS to Lamont Butler on CBS with Jim Nance and the call in front of like 16 million people. Yeah, Butler, Butler at the buzzer. I'm sorry. It's just a bigger moment. I think that, again, if you're a Padres fan, of course, <clears throat> Cronenworth. Yeah, and if you don't like the Aztecs, yeah. then yeah, it's Cronenworth, yeah. duh. Yeah, except, but again, I think nationally, what resonated more nationally, I think, and listen, Cronenworth was massive. Yeah. <laughs> it was massive, and it feels like a long time ago now, even though it's only you know a year plus. Yeah, so. and, and like you said, I think if you're just a Padres fan and you do not like the Aztecs or do not follow the Aztecs, yeah, and of and course, of course Cronenworth, Cronenworth just dwarfs what Lamont Butler did. But if you're a fan of both teams, I mean, it's to hit a shot to go to the national championship game. It's pretty significant at the buzzer. Pretty, down it's one. pretty significant, but also you can, you can make a case that beating the Dodgers That's huge. Um, is also a massive moment as well. What was the score when Cronenworth had the hit? Was it tied or were they trailing? It was tied. It was tied. I think it was tied because um, did Soto come through previously? <clears throat> Soto think I think yeah. yeah Soto came through to tie the game up. Yeah, so yeah, you could argue that. I think it's a great question, Alejandro. So thank you. Um, yeah, we'll get into Padres' needs here over the course of the next forty-five minutes or so. James, thank you for the super. He says three D chess by Preller to loan Soto to New York, fleece them for King and Thorpe, and sign Soto long term in twenty twenty-five. I don't know if you're being facetious. I don't see it. And build this team around Tatis and Soto. That now you that. In the history of baseball, has that even happened with like a preeminent free agent? Trade him and get him back a year later. I think the answer is yes, but I mean, not with the Padres and their payroll issues. I can't remember the last time like a big time potential free agent got traded away from an organization and yeah, then and came back, re-signed in that offseason. Then just that usually does not happen, and there's usually a reason why that team traded them in the first place. Right. Not to like Rogers, play 3D chess and, yeah. and resign them. They just don't have money, unfortunately. I mean, if they had money, I think they'd keep them. But clearly, I mean, even with the Soto trade, they have very little money where you're signing Korean relievers that are good or were good in Korea and Japanese relievers that had success. But I mean, Harrison Bader's getting a one year, $10 million deal, and the Padres are probably nowhere near that because they don't have $10 million Ooh, no, for no, no, defensive. No. And I don't blame them. I'm not spending $10 million on Harrison Bader either, but I don't think they're going to get involved in players isn't, that are priced at $10 million a year. Isn't the market this year just like really weird? 
Um, I think starting pitching we've seen the last couple of years is high priced. I think that some of these players are probably overpriced. Um, I don't know. I think it's a soft market. I think you've got great players like the Yamamoto's, Notani's, and Snell's. And then I don't think there's a lot of great offensive players outside of Cody Bellinger available today on the market. So I don't know how they fill these needs. Like to, to our general point of tonight's video, like I understand they will fill them. I don't know how they properly fill them. Like even if you would have told me they signed Harrison Bader today and Jose Azokar was one of your other outfielders and um, the back of your rotation was, you see, like, you see what I'm saying? Like if you look at available free agent starters, now again, they could do something via trade, but you look at available free agent starters, it's not appealing or sexy and costs you money. You look at available free agent outfielders other than Cody Bellinger, it's not sexy. So however it's filled out is going to be somewhat unconventional and somewhat underwhelming unless he has a pretty significant trade possibility up his sleeve between now and opening day. Yeah, because you're, you're going to get the, I see in the chat here, like the CJ Crones, the, the Jock Petersons, mm -hmm. the guys that <clears throat> you know did not have good years last year and could be perceived as like, you know, on the way out or just kind of washed. Sure. Like you're gonna have to try to find a guy like that. <clears throat> Jeez. And hopefully that they produce and outperform whatever you give them. Cause you're not gonna spend fifteen million dollars on a player per year. Um a guy like Tom like bringing back Tommy Pham, you know, I, I, in theory, you're thinking to yourself, that'd be a pretty good move, I think. But he's gonna want like a 12 15 million dollar deal especially after yeah. what he did nice with year. The, the the last year with leading the the uh Diamondbacks to the World Series. Did Dennis write within the last 24 hours something about where he thinks they've they've got in terms of spending ability that they in that 20 to 25? Do I have that accurately? Yeah. Okay, so 20 to 25 to complete it. We just said multiple outfielders, multiple starters and bench depth and, and yeah. you know, that's just a start. Um and I don't know if you can accomplish that with $20 million. I really, I think maybe you can go get an outfielder and a starter and then say, hey, listen, a player in our system or a guy in a minor league deal is going to fight for that fifth spot, and someone like Jose Azokar is going to get more starts than we'd like, and someone like Bryce Johnson, who I have no clue who he is, but was with the Giants for parts of the last two years and hit sub-261 ABs, could be a fourth outfielder. But like, Or Jackson Merrill gets pushed a little bit, or Jacob Marcy you know, has a chance to vie for playing time in the outfield. You see what I'm saying? So I think you can address some of them via free agency or trade, but I think one or two of the areas might be addressed with a competition in spring training with young players or minor league free agents. We're going to have him on tomorrow, Kyle Glazer. <clears throat> and I thought you were going to say Preller. No. Uh, okay. he, he made an interesting point that I, I want to ask him about when he talked to Jeff Sanders of the UT. About how he about how he sees this year, and, and tell me if you agree. Okay, because it's not. I think I may have convinced you this is not a rebuild year. Um, you've said it repeatedly, but as you know, for ninety days, I probably I've entertained the conversation of how do you trade Juan Soto and say you're going to have more success than you had a year prior. How about how about let me use this word that. Um, Kyle Glazer used, which I think would be more appropriate for this. Is this in the UT? Season. Is this in the UT? He talked to Jeff Sanders. I think he did a podcast with him. 
Okay. He, he was doing a bunch of podcasts okay. today. Okay. Anyway. All right. 2024 is a developmental year for the Padres. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like the sound of it, but their actions speak louder than their words. So you I'm tell me how they finish out the roster. I mean, if they finish out this roster with Jacob Marcy and Jackson Merrill on the opening day roster, and I'm not, they could be great players in the future. But you're going to start your season with these this veteran Hall of Fame core, and 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 rookies all over the field. Why do you Probably think the coaching not, staff but, is the coaching staff? Why do you Which think is that what, there are a bunch so of guys from the system? Many guys from their system coming up on the on the big league staff. You could argue it's because they want to further develop the players as they come up. So to me, that's like we want to make this a soft landing for a lot of dudes that we bring up to the system. And maybe treating this year because we can't go out and spend the money. We can't do the things that we would have done in the past or want to do in the past. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hope for the best. We're going to hope some of these dudes hit. Mm-hmm. We're going to hope that the players that we do have under contract, the big time players perform to like all-star levels. And we're going to hope that our Jackson Merrill's and grand Pauly's and whoever else that comes up to the system, that's going to be on this roster in 2024 develops to a point that they become pieces to a winning team. Um, is that a good strategy to have right at this at this moment in time of this organization? It it might be a good strategy for its future. It may not be a great strategy for Padres fans hoping for a return on 2024. <clears throat> we don't know, but you're right. I mean, I think just add all the actions up 
Soto out the door for young controllable pieces that are somewhat major league ready, like King and the relievers. But then knowing that Hader and Snell, you could have dealt, but you didn't. So you lose them for nothing. And how are you backfilling? You're backfilling with low-risk, higher-reward players like Yuki Matsui and Wu Suk Go. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, the idea that Go transitions to the big leagues without any learning curve is completely fool's gold. Same thing with Matsui. Now, that's not to guarantee you that you go acquire someone in free agency that's a major league reliever and he's going to have a good year. But I'm not saying Go and or Matsui can't be effective or good or better than that in 2024. But I mean, let's be, I'm, shouldn't we be fair? Like you're telling me Wu Suk Go in April is going to be an effective reliever in high leverage spots against the Yankees. I, the I don't Dodgers? know if he's going to. I I don't know. I I'm, is, I'm very skeptical. Is my point? Oh, I'm very skeptical too. But the thing is, they believe that he's going to be, or else they would not have signed him. Am I right about that? No, um, I don't. Yeah, probably. But or like, what about? Hey, it's one point seven five million dollars, and they need pitching help, and they yeah. can't get it. They can't. Where can get you it. get it for less? And they're they're going to they're going across seas. All of their signings this offseason has been from the KBO in in, in Japan, <laughs> and because they know that if these relievers were putting up these numbers in the big leagues, there's no way you're getting them for twenty eight million for five years or four four and a half Dude, or two. Listen, Petco's a great pitcher's yard. Make no mistake, and I think they benefit from them. But if either Matsui or Go replicate their numbers from 2023, that'll be remarkable. Oh, I know. Do that. we agree? Yeah, I mean, that'd be unbelievable. I mean, so, you know, even if you had a run to their ERAs, it would be good years. One of them would be probably mid to high twos. The other would be, I don't know, mid fours. I think in Go, who was mid threes last year, he was hurt a little bit last year, too. So, his walk yeah, rate I mean, is super high, though, John. Concerning. I, I could care less about that. What concerns me is going from double A baseball to an eighth inning for the Padres. Which is yeah. what you're doing. Say, what do you mean double-A baseball? Because Korea isn't Japan, and Japan isn't the big leagues. So there are oh. real steps to be had. And that's, by the way, people are like, oh, my gosh, they got him for $4 million. The guy was playing in the KBO. There's not a lot of examples of KBO players to succeed in the big leagues. Hassan Kim is one of them. It if he was time. like the next Emmanuel Classe from the KBO. Yeah, then he's not getting 1.7. He's not signing for, exactly. He's not signing two years, four and a half. Where did was okay before Martinez came over? He was in Japan or Korea? Japan, right? Japan, yeah. Yeah, most of these guys, like the Merrill Kellys, before he came over to Arizona, he was in Japan. Martinez, before he came over, he was in Japan. Now, there's more Americans playing in Korea, and the Korean league is better than it used to be. But who'd we have? Scott Miller today said it's the equivalent of double A baseball. I've heard 20 people say that over the last five years. Mm hmm. My point is there's an adjustment, and it's going to take time. That speaks to the Kyle Glazer, the D-word, developmental year. If you're willing to give guys time in the major leagues, that speaks to developmental year. You don't give guys time in the major leagues if you think you're going to win 90 games because you can't afford to give anything up to develop in the big leagues. Yeah. So, um, I, Yeah, what do you got? I was just going to reiterate. like, Okay, Kelly, Kelly was in Korea, by the way. The word developmental year is like a nicer. It's like rebuild. It's 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 one of those things that you can say it and you can obviously spin it as positive, which I'm not for. Like, I don't want anything to be spun for me 
from trying to take a negative and turn it into a positive when I have two eyes and I see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But that's that's my feeling of what this season will be like. And shout out to Kyle Glazer, who we'll have on tomorrow, who brought that up today. Um, and it it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense that that you're going to be seeing a lot of rookies. You're going to be seeing um, guys maybe playing out of position, which I'm not for because this organization does not know how to develop at all. And putting the guy at a position right away is just the worst thing that you could do to, to make a guy feel comfortable at the big league level. Um, but they also put themselves in this position. It's the necessary evil of 2024 that you screwed up. Now you got to pay the price and you got to try to use what you have and hope something hits. Yeah, that's well said. I think that's accurate. I agree with that. Um, All right, let me tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you are here, again, we appreciate your support of the channel. We can't do this as often as we do it in season, out of season, without the support of our viewers, whether you're here live or on replay, and without the support of our partners, like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Whatever your need is from an insurance perspective, Mark can save you money. Before you renew your insurance, call Mark or click the link in the description down below. I've got an auto. No, I don't have auto, in fact, because Mark actually told me he couldn't save me money on my auto insurance. Think about that. I've got an insurance agent telling me, keep your auto insurance where it is because I can't save you money right now in your auto insurance. But I've got a homeowner's. I've got an earthquake insurance policy. I've got a life insurance policy through Mark. And he saved my family thousands of dollars. He saved us dozens of hours of time when we had a flood in here in 2022, had all new flooring put in. Um, He took care of everything. I mean, he literally took care of everything. So it's one thing to save money. He could save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance. It's another thing just to be a great insurance agent that's honest and trustworthy and a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. So if you've got an insurance need, if you support our work, please get in contact with Mark Nimitz, lifelong Padres fan, native San Diegan. Any insurance need before you renew, get in contact with Mark Nimitz by clicking that link in the description down below. Yeah, all his information is above my head. I mean, it's at FarmersAgent.com when you reach out to our buddy Mark. Let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Um, you know, I see people talking about Tatis and the winner he's had, which I think is really encouraging. Um, I was encouraged by what Tatis did last year. I think we were hoping for the moon. We kind of got the stars, um, and he tailed off in the last month of the season. I think we should expect more from Tatis offensively in 2024, but I also want to be careful not to expect the moon from Tatis and say, just carry this thing. Hey, 25-year-old, you're having a nice winter. We need you to hit 330 with 49 home runs. Sounds great. I hope it's Ronald Acuna's year. I hope he steals 50 bases and hits 40 home runs and has an OPS of 1050. But he was nowhere near that player last year. So I hope he takes that leap. But if he doesn't take that leap, I just hope he takes a leap. But I, I want to be careful without Juan Soto to be like, well, if T- Tatis could just hit 50 home runs and win the MVP. Hopefully, but we haven't seen him hit like that in you know three years at this point. I think I think we were we mo- we got like at the atmosphere. We didn't even get to the moon last year with Tatis. Yeah, stars probably. are Stars are probably farther than the moon. <laughs> okay, we got to like, yeah, okay, that's fair. We got like the upper atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We didn't because <laughs> it was a da- it was a down year offensively, no doubt about it. And uh, I've stated that a big year for Tatis hopefully is upcoming, but I just keep seeing um, highlights every single night for the last like week of Tatis doing something in winter ball. 
whether it be making a great defensive play, yeah. mm-hmm. having a big home run, a couple doubles, stolen base, like you get that type of Tatis, you know, 85, 90, you know, 85% of, ne- of next year, this upcoming mm-hmm. season, you, you're going to, you're going to have a good season from Tatis for sure. Um, and hopefully it translates into having a good season for the team overall. Um, Cause when he's playing well and when he's having fun out there and he's creating havoc on the base pass and he is the spark plug and getting the crowd excited. Cause you would agree when Tatis does something, he's still one of the most electric players in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. It's all, it almost reminds me of like when, like if Tatis steals home, which he did last year, or if Tatis has a big as a double or makes a great catch, it's like when Steph makes a three, the crowd just it sounds different, right? It just sounds different when Tatis does something like special or just even borderline like really good like when he makes a great play in the outfield it's a you hear it's like a different noise from the crowd and so if you can get that not just in the field but at the plate with him next year being like this offensive guy that we know he can be hopefully that just like lifts everybody up because a lot of times last year the spirit with that team the vibes (laughs) were definitely shit Mm-hmm. And I don't think Tatis really was to blame. No. You know, if anything, it felt like he was kind of the the team guy, willing to move throughout the it's lineup, a, willing to play right field every day. He played that's every also day. like because Tatis didn't perform to the level that we know he can offensively. You know, like he he had a down year offensively. So if he had a 2021 type of season, who knows about how things would have been different. It could have been a lot different. Could have been a lot different. Um, what was my question earlier for Andrew, who's a longtime viewer, who's in Korea? I had a question about Korea earlier, didn't we? Or about the KBO? He said that, yes, the last name goes first. Oh. Okay, so last name goes first means he would go by his last name first. Go Woo-Suk. He would go. Go Woo-Suk. Andrew, can you also, honestly, can Andrew, can you seriously, this is a serious question. Do you think it's pronounced, what do you think? Is, do you think it's pronounced S-U-C-K or like S-O-O-K, like Tuck with an S? Do you think it's pronounced Suck or Suck? That's a serious question for me because I don't know. I've heard both and I've watched videos. I think English translation, it could be either or. No, I agree. But I'm curious to get Andrew's opinion because he's contributing with, well, hold on. I didn't even get to the super. Oh, sorry. Um, Andrew, thank you. He says uh, Padre is going to be Korea's He team. said suck. He said suck. Okay. All right. Then suck it is. Hopefully it doesn't. Pause. Um, I think the Padres are Korea's team with Kim and with this reliever. Now, I think they didn't get Jung-Hoo Lee. They would have really been Korea's team with Jung-Hoo Lee, but they got Jung-Hoo Lee's – is it his sister? Is married his bro- to – His brother-in-law, oh? yeah. So That's crazy. Woosuk Go is married to Jung Hooli's sister. That's interesting. Woosuk Go is married to Jung Hooli's sister. Whoa. Small world. They're in the same division. Andrew says it's suck because the Korean is, and I. Some letter. Yeah. Okay, it's suck. Woosuk Go. And I'll take Andrew's word for it. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. That's very helpful. All right. Well, whatever. I just hope he doesn't suck. I mean, at the end of the day, because it's only how long they have, they have them. It's guaranteed two years of the third year option, right? They guarantee the second year. 
I think that's encouraging to guarantee the second year. So you would think there'd be some growth from year one to year two. That would be my guess. Hopefully. So to get them for two years as opposed to one year with an option, I think that's a win. But yeah, again, I to say that some guy who you know had a three ERA last year in the KBO is going to come over here and and be pitching eighth innings in April and May, I think is a little overly optimistic. But hopefully, he's effective in sixth and seventh innings potentially. Right away. By the way, for the Korean series, what's our? Have we even we haven't even talked about? I think we plans. do live shows. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. We haven't talked about this. Hear me out. Okay. That's the Thursday of the first round of the NCAA tournament. Stop it. It's so dumb, man. Like, come on, baseball. Like, can't we do I it was this? Wednesday. Like, I thought it was Tuesday, Wednesday. Is it Tuesday, Wednesday? Or- it's 3 a.m. on March, what day? 20th? Oh, yeah, you're right. March, tw- no, you're right. 3 a.m. on March 20th is a Wednesday. But 21st is a Thursday, which is the first day of the NCAA tournament. My point is I might like be in a hotel room in like Pittsburgh. But I'll still I'm still down. Well, here's here's what I what my plan was gonna be. And you could have jumped on if you wanted to, highly doubtful. I was just gonna go full live stream watching the game reaction. That's what I'm saying. As I said, live stream. Live stream the entire reaction. Who, who who in the chat wants us to Put do a poll. at 3 a.m. on March 20th first the Doyers in Korea to, to me just light this thing up yes. do a full reaction I live stream it. and whoever wants to join can join I don't care if one person's here or 300 no, it's gonna be more than it's gonna be freaking popular everyone's gonna be watching we've been waiting all off season okay cool I'll just I'll do a, a I'll put a right. poll you want me to put a poll up yeah do you, sure. you want us to have a what what would I call this? A live stream reaction? Just do a live stream for the Korean series. Of course they everyone does. These are all Padres fans. Um curious. Watch party. There you go. Oops, I didn't put that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's coming. I mean it's I mean, it's really is coming. I'm excited. I am very excited for that. I think that's going to be really cool. Otani. Man, those days are going to be long. Bro, it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be really yeah. annoying if they get shut out like 4 nothing and do absolutely nothing. I'm going to be I'm gonna be looking like a freaking just in my sweatshirt with no, like, it's just going to be bad. Like, I don't care. Is Aaron able to like sleep when you do that? Yeah, I think so. It's just the problem. The biggest issue is us timing up watching the game mm-hmm. but we'll figure it out but some of our viewers will be ahead we're all gonna have to like it's like we're all gonna have to do it together be like yo you see musgrove on the mound hit pause or whatever you know what i mean like this dude stepped in the batter's box start it now yeah but oh, yeah well. i mean i think we got to do that okay Hundred percent to zero percent. If you're in Pittsburgh or something, then it'll be much easier for you. Six AM. I'd much prefer it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about waking up Jones or Kristen. And I think I'd be I mean I could do it. I mean, is Kristen gonna I maybe I'd go in the office to do that, to be honest. The office have to figure it out. Yeah. Three AM to sit like but then big rich TD and Fletch actually come on the air. Six AM. Like, what's happening? We got time to figure that out, but I, the plan is watch parties, watch parties right. to start the year versus the Dodgers. I think we kind of just like yeah have to do that. 
Let's just do watch parties for all 162 games. Including you know what? Wedding. I like it. You like that? Yeah, this just blow my wedding Skip off. Skip John and Jim for yep. those like 4 p.m. Philly games. Yeah, I like that too. Is there any name that the Padres have been tied to in any capacity that is of any interest at any position? That is such a good question. Is there any player that the Padres have been tied to in any position via free agency or trade, domestically or internationally, that the Padres have been tied to? No. I think the answer is no. No, we didn't know I'm, about I'm like, like looking. No. I, I don't I, think there's one player right now. It's all just like, oh, I hope they got. Like, I mean, Harrison Bader signed this morning, and I was like, well, there goes that. I mentioned and him I mean, the other night. Said, but we had both. I, I remember saying, like, I'm not enamored day. by a guy that has a 600 OPS. Of course I'm not, but I'm just an, it's just a name. I, I know the, um, there's like a wish list, like Max Kepler. Like, he kind of fills a lot of your needs. <laughs> it would not sure. be a cheap yep. type acquisition. of move mm-hmm. acquisition, but he's an outfielder lefty bat that you absolutely need. That would cost you around 12 to 15 million, but that's, that's the problem is that I don't think they even have that. And like I said before, they're just because they have 20 to 25 million to, to quote unquote spend here before they hit that um, tax number again. Doesn't mean they're going to spend twenty to twenty-five million. I agree because, with that because once they go into the season and if they get to the trade deadline and they're in contention and there there's potential moves there to make to upgrade this team, you're going to be probably adding payroll. So you're going to need some wiggle room, mm-hmm. and you're going to make you need to make sure that you have enough room if you end up making moves. So if you guys think and. and, and Hey, look, could be wrong. They can go out and sign a guy to a $15 million contract tomorrow. And I'd be like, okay, fine. I was wrong. But I don't think that with the remaining 20 to 25 million they have to spend before they hit that luxury tax threshold, they're, they're going to go out and spend that money. You may be right. Maybe they go and spend $10 million more. And then, then we will all say, well, they got $15 million left to spend. Or is it, it, yeah, then they don't spend it. You know, so we talked about when they traded Juan Soto. Now the question was, okay, you and and by the way, got rid of Matt Carpenter as well. The question was, all right, so now you got rid of this money. What are you going to do with it? And I, 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 I think I said like, don't be surprised if they just don't like invest all that money you, that you guys you, that they you are, are going to do. I thought they need to spend it because I don't see how you fill out the roster without spending it. Even via trade, you don't get major league caliber players without spending money. Like that doesn't happen. You don't trade for a starting left fielder and get a left fielder making a million dollars. I don't think you're going to get a guy with four or five years of control. Then you're getting a project like to get an established major league player. It's going to cost real money. So I just don't know how they fill out the roster without spending money unless it's filled out with guys in their system. You know, that's yeah, I, yeah. that's my question about how they really put it all together. All right, we're going to get back to the chat in a moment. I mean, we we can mention the B word if you want. I mean, I'll have the Bauer conversation. We had it today on radio. Um, aura, okay, guys, if it's the new year, everyone wants to get healthier right now, right? You've got all these resolutions. It's the new year. Aura can get you healthier. Simple as that. Plant-based nutritional products. 
All of their products are plant-based. It's an amazing company. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan, a native San Diegan, or has offices right here in Liberty Station in San Diego. Whatever you need, they have for yourself, your family, your friends to get healthier in 2024. I've taken a probiotic from Aura since the beginning of 2022 for 18 plus months. I take it every single day. It's an amazing product. So that's for digestion, heart health, mental health. They have proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, take a omega-3 oil plant-based from Aura at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. They have sleep pills. I've been taking those recently. They have immunity pills. They have something literally for everyone. It's a great way to support our work and this channel, a San Diego company that supports the Padres as well. So if you're looking to get healthier, I think we all are. Check them out at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. Yeah, it's a new year. I'm sure a lot of people out there are going to have New Year's resolutions and goals to be healthier. And uh, Aura is the best place to go to achieve those New Year's resolutions. Uh, go there right now, www.ora.organic. have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, and once you pick up some supplements, let us know how you, how you like them and uh, you'll thank us later. I'll have this conversation for three minutes. I know we did on radio. We don't need to spend 20 minutes on it. I read what Trevor Bauer today had to say at ESPN.com. I think he said it to Fox News. He took some accountability. Um, he admitted some wrongdoing, making some mistakes. Um, I don't have all the quotes in front of me. I could easily pull them up. I'm paraphrasing. Find it at ESPN.com. I think just Bauer admitting to some amount of misconduct is probably the wrong word, but admitting to mistakes made previously that alone is a disqualifier i'm not saying he's disqualified because he was held um criminally liable he wasn't i understand it but he was suspended he's been out for three years it's just and i the reason you tie the two together is not because you should it's not like the padres are all in on power and you're seeing source reporting the only reason you tie it together is they don't have money and he would come cheap, and he's an effective pitcher. But I say forget about what he's capable of doing and move on. You're trying to establish a clubhouse that has cohesion. You had an issue in 2023. You have a new manager. He already had. He was already a problem, despite the sexual assault allegation a couple of years ago because of everything that he brought to the table, just the type of person that he was in a clubhouse. I, listen, I understand desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm not willing to go down that path with Trevor Bauer. My two cents. Yeah. Even before the sexual assault allegations, I was never and never was a Trevor Bauer guy because even before that, he's attacked women on social media. Uh, he's attacked other people on social media. Um, he's just a very cringe guy. Like, yeah, I, I know that if I was in a clubhouse with him and I looked over and saw him doing what he was doing, I would just be like, dude, this is so cringe. Like, it's just, I, I could not see a guy like Clayton Kershaw in that duck, in that clubhouse when Trevor Bauer was doing all his YouTube stuff to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, I'm, to me, that's just, I don't know. He, he's a good pitcher, but it's, it's more, it's way more about just being good on the field or potentially being good on the field. Like, you guys, I mean, a lot of a lot of the problems with last year's team stemmed from in that clubhouse, you know, and it made its way to the field. Um, so 
Trevor Bauer would be a giant distraction. I think the way that this organization wants to go in the future, it would just be with the offseason they've had to, to answer all the questions. Like, why would they ever put themselves in that situation? I, I think the they would only honestly... reason is because of money. Like, if you wanted to go down this theoretical path, you say, I can have Trevor Bauer making up for $1.25 million. That I'm just like, if you want to walk down the path, I get a starting pitcher that has a chance to be highly effective and I can do it absurdly on the cheap. But then you deal, there's always, there's always a reason. Like, why is this television 90 bucks when the other ones are a thousand bucks? Like, there's a reason the TV's 90 bucks. So you got to deal with the, the repercussions of making that signing. And that's not, you can't run away from that. Even in San Diego, it's not New York or LA. But man, I, I don't think it goes over well with the majority of the fan base. I think it's something that hangs over you for a long period of time. And I, I don't think Mike Schultz going to want to deal with it. No. And the, I mean, I'm speculating. And, and, and they're not a team that's one player away right. <laughs> at all. They, like I said, probably view this year uh, in a way that's going to probably piss off some fans. And by some, I mean a lot in that they rather go the development route in young guys then try to push the limit with a, a signing or two um, i think that's a good way to look at it too like it's not like he is the missing piece like no. like you have to have him and no we don't know that we we don't know if that at all yeah and and uh you know a team that might sign him probably is going to be a team that's not even close to contention like like the Oakland A's just just to just do something like yeah here's a million bucks you know I don't think Trevor Bauer would do that but um well I don't think he's going to Oakland I mean I don't know I mean he can't get into the big leagues I think he'd probably actually go anywhere would be my guess um Richard thank you for the super chat guys if you're here again year-round baseball content for you with a San Diego Padres slant Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. But if you are here, whether it's live or on replay, we really do appreciate you subscribing. Also, if you're here on replay, thank you so much for the super thanks. We do appreciate those as well. Uh, Richard, longtime supporter of the channel, always lets us know he's a Dodger fan. AJ maxed out the credit card. The reality of the roster is rookies and one-year free agents. Rushing any prospects would be foolish. Bauer, I would pass. Don't need the baggage. I think it's spot on. I'm passing on Bauer. I think you got one and two-year deals. I think you got some rookies in there. I think clearly they're handcuffed because of spending. And I think he's right. I think that's where they are. That's that's the state of affairs. With the same. Again, can they win? Yes. I'm not saying they can't win. I think they can win. I just need to see how they're going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the next couple of weeks are going to be interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think you get this thing finished off basically in January. Is my guess. Most of I it. I think there could uh, there could still be some moves. In of course, the start of spring training, like there was last year with Michael Walker, two years ago with the trade for Manaya. Yeah, well, those happened because of the lockout. Yeah, that was late. Yeah, you're right. But there's still moves that could be made. I'm just, I, I just don't think, and I don't know if these needs are going to be met like outside of the organization. Like, do they, do, do they, do they right now? We both agree that the needs are left field, center field, probably a left-handed starting pitcher, left-handed bat, a left-handed bat. 
DH and bench help. Yeah, who the hell's the DH? Manny Machado to start, presumably. Is he going to be in the field? If not, he's your DH. And you can't have Luis Campisano because right now you have only two catchers, Higgy and Campisano. Right, and typically you wouldn't DH one of your two catchers. Correct. Um, if the other one is starting, right, which is how it works. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What I, my, my point is like we, but we and everyone in the chat, like those are the needs they have. But what if internally they're sitting there and they're like, oh, these needs are filled and or some of them have already filled because we view X player in our system as that guy that's going to fill that need. And that's a scary thought. Yeah, like if you're saying that they view Matt Waldron as someone that should be competing for the fifth spot in the rotation, or they view Pedro Avila as someone that should be competing for the fifth spot in the rotation, or they view Adrian Morahone as someone that should be competing for the fifth spot in the rotation. Or they view Jackson Merrill as competing for an outfield spot. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jacob Marcy as competing for an outfield spot, which, by the way, AJ Perler's on the record as saying he does. Yeah. So um, that that to me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah. The, the reason I don't want to trade Kim is because I need Kim to play third base potentially a yeah. lot. They don't even have so, the first base. What's that? Like, they don't have, like, is Cronenworth just their first baseman again? Yeah. Unfortunately, as of now, the answer is yes. Now, a whole other conversation, real, just real quick on Bauer, and I, I tend to agree with Rome loves Dan. He was suspended. I'm not saying ban him from baseball. That hey, it's not my call. Nobody's asking me. I, I'm not sitting here right now, dying on the hill of he. I am telling you, he cannot pitch again in Major League Baseball, and here's why. I don't know the extents of the case. He was suspended. Suspension's over. He wasn't tried criminally. He's admitted some level of wrongdoing. If he gets a job, he gets a job. I'm saying I just wouldn't be the one to give him the job because of all the baggage. Mm. That's my two cents on. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go on some crazy tangent if he gets signed by the Oakland A's. And I'm, I don't know. It's not, it's it's not my issue. Um, I'm not saying he should be banned. That's my personal opinion as we speak right now. I'm just saying I don't think the Padres should sign him. Guys like Julio Arias and Wander Franco. Those guys are those guys are potentially like gonna be the banned from baseball people. I agree, Trevor Bauer um should not be banned from baseball, but it's gonna be hard pressed to find a team that's like, hey, we should go out and get Trevor Bauer. I agree with you. That's the problem he's in. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna make that leap of faith? It's not gonna be a team that's on the verge of like I agree. it's not the freaking New York Yankees. (laughs) No. No chance. It's it's really not. And I mean, no, it's not. It's gonna have to be a team that literally nobody cares about. And those are like the Rockies of the world and the yeah. A's and the Marlins. Yes. Like, you know, the teams that he can go hide. Yeah, I agree. By the way, I think I think Azokar being on the 40 minute, like I th- I have no problem with Azokar as a fourth outfielder. I have a no. problem with Azokar starting every single day. And I'm yes. keeping Azokar on this team before Bryce. Johnson, Johnson from everything I know because Zoko's got a better pedigree and resume. Um, but no, he just shouldn't be star. I mean, if all of a sudden you look up and Zokar started 100 games this year and the Padres are six games under 500, you're gonna be like, Well, Jose Zokar started 100 games, and that was a reach and that was a stretch. So I look at it, yeah. I mean, I mean, are we, are we really gonna go into this season with an outfield starting outfield of Jacob Marcy? 
Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm. and Jose Azokar? I don't think so. I, I don't. I, I If nothing else, there'll be minor league free agents in camp fighting for jobs that are veteran outfielders. I don't think that's Bryce Johnson. I'm thinking of someone that's more accomplished than Bryce Johnson. Would be I mean, my guy. Who's Bryce Johnson? We don't know who Bryce Johnson he's is until 20 me. minutes ago. <laughs> no, yeah. he's actually played in the big league, so he's accomplished way more than I ever will. But Okay, that's fair. Uh, Patman0074, <laughs> thank you for the super. He says, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Bowers' admission was to bad judgment and immature behavior, not anything to do with the alleged incident but i mean it's not just about the alleged incident at all yeah but be, the bad judgment and immature behavior relate to the incident that mm -hmm. that he, he claims and he wasn't tried for that isn't criminally he's not criminally liable for that behavior shoot he was never even tried for it. but you i don't even want to go through the particulars of it because a i've blacked blocked it out and b i've never even done the deep dive so i don't feel like i'm well researched to to have this conversation right now but i do know some of the particulars and again some mm -hmm. of the stuff we could argue yeah, whatever i mean obviously there's a lot of things that we don't know about with a lot of people but some of the particulars i mean you're trying to appeal to like it's a family-friendly entertainment product that's what major league baseball is so knowing that there are facts in this case that i i don't think are particularly appealing for those that are trying to appeal to the family-friendly entertainment, right? I mean, they just don't run in Look, concert with each other. It, it, it's it's fairly, fairly simple. If you didn't want Trevor Bauer before the alleged incident, you're not going to want Trevor Bauer after. Plain and simple. And that's how this organization thought, by the way. They didn't want him before all this stuff. He was out there, and they didn't want him. And so why would they want him now after everything that's happened? Well, I don't know if they didn't want him. You're saying like when he signed with the Dodgers, they probably didn't want him because of the amount of money he was going to get. There was known from inside the organization. That because he was because of how unique of a guy he was, you're saying? Just exactly. That's just like that whole situation. Because there was incidences before, like I said, where he attacked yeah. women on social media. Right. And like, no. <laughs> like yeah it just seems like a no i mean before all before everything that happened didn't want him after everything that happened don't want him yeah i agree i, I completely agree it's not again it's like you can start taking your mind down a path well, well no, no 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 don't even don't even go there there's nothing good that comes out of it there's a reason you can have them on the cheap for a million dollars and the reasons aren't good reasons to go get them it's how we look has at been very like up and down goofy kind of a weird guy like socially awkward probably like just maybe gets a lot of eye rolls in a in a clubhouse of like being just weird and like yeah. his youtube thing. yeah also yeah you like, have to ask yourself like how does it go over with the clubhouse well some might be fully receptive to whatever if you can help the team there's others that can be like there are players that have significant others wives families it's just not an overall good look is my no. speculation um, all right, we're going to get back to it in a moment. I do want to remind our viewers about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. This is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. You can click the link in the description down below. And if you use promo code PODSRAP, that's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you can win 20 times your money in a single night. You go two for two in the pickums, you win three times. You go three for three, Jim, six times your money, four for four, ten times. 
and five for five on simple pickums across all sports 20 times your money. Double your first deposit up to $100 at underdogfancy.com by using promo code PODSRAP. Again, promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Double your first deposit up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit $10 or more. Click that link in the description down below or go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app, NFL, Pick'em Contesting, drafts going on in the NFL, NBA, of course, baseball coming March 20th with the Padres and the Dodgers, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. We've been telling you for a year. So the friends at underdogfantasy.com by using promo code PODSRAP. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Sean, all right, that's a simplistic way. That might be fair. <laughs> um, and then this from our buddy Jake. Thank you, Jake, for your membership in the Super. He says, um, okay, interesting. Okay, he was accused of sexual assault and only cleared because of my dash cam. Bauer being into kinky sex is not a disqualifier. He's never been convicted of anything and admitting that letting his personal life affect. Look, I get it, Super? but... I, as I've stated, <laughs> I didn't want him before everything. I don't want him after everything. Even if just, I'm sorry that he was just a guy <laughs> that did not fit, I thought, into this clubhouse. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. Okay. Stand by, though, because Jake will finish the super with another super. So, okay. Uh, he's never been convicted of anything and admitting that. Letting his personal life affect his professional career and using that admission to say he shouldn't be allowed back into baseball on your favorite team is Bush League, losing on a two plus years of career for a false accusation. Yeah, we never Listen, said he I shouldn't get, be allowed back in baseball. No, we're not saying that. And I understand it's polarizing. I knew by having this conversation, it's polarizing. I'm not saying everyone's supposed to agree with me or Jim. I'm just saying sheer baseball, what you're selling to the community. Where the Padres are as an organization, I don't think Trevor, I think from a risk-reward perspective, it's nowhere near worth the quote-unquote backlash, public PR right backlash that you're going to receive. And I don't even know what type of positive impact he's going to have on this team, if it even is a positive impact, if you were to join this team. Because of all of those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> like Mark Cuban, I'm out. I'm Trevor Bauer. But I respect I respect your opinion, Jake. I'm just saying, I've I've said this repeatedly. I just I don't think it makes sense for the Padres. I really don't. Yeah, I agree. But yes, it, it is. Um, it's extremely polarizing. I see that right now in the chat. Um, okay, guys, we are back tomorrow, 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760 iHeartRadio app and John and Jim on YouTube. Search for John and Jim 760. We have Kyle Glazer from Baseball America on the show. I believe at 5 p.m tomorrow so join us tomorrow he will be on the show tomorrow at 5 p.m we'll talk about 2024 how does he see it is it a developmental year for the padres or not what are their needs heading into um spring training which is about you know 35 or 40 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting to peoria so join us tomorrow at 3 p.m um i believe we'll try to do another wrap-up show sunday night we've been doing a lot of sunday night shows so hopefully we can do another one we'll see if there's any news or not between now what can we get like another move? That'd be dope. Yeah, a move would be nice. But again, if you're looking for year-round baseball content with the Padres perspective, please subscribe. We have year-round content for you in season, out of season. And you heard Jim tonight, including Padres Dodgers Korea Series watch parties beginning at 3 a.m. on March 20th.
I'm sure Jim will just be lovely that day on John and Jim at 3 p.m. I'm literally be like, I'm literally this. <laughs> You'll be sneezing and like coughing and like puking and like. Well, see, if it's at 3 a.m., I'm just not going to sleep. Like, I'm just going to stay up till six and then go. Maybe then you go to sleep from like six oh, to two. Oh, crap. That's a problem because we have a show that day, like a radio show. Yeah, but okay. You can sleep. But that, all we're doing is reacting to the game. Potentially, we don't have one Thursday because March Madness. Oh, Ooh, yeah, but do we have the rights to March Madness? Uh, we don't even have a boss, so probably not. I don't know the answer. I don't know any answers. Um, no, thank you, Rome Loves Dan. Thank you guys for hanging out. We do this because of Padres fans. We do this because of baseball fans. So, again, if you support the channel, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell. It's called X-John. SD, whatever it is. By the um, way, real we, quick. Yeah. Is your search feature on twitter working what like you when you go to uh twitter and then you yeah. go down to oh, like yeah. the little the little yeah. magnifying glass yeah and then you go search twitter and you like search like trends or stuff is, is yeah it so like of course so if i type in like the word cat yeah so yeah mine's not it's like i searched that's because profile. you have the old app dude the app has taken on like 75 dude, new features elon since. bro right there man i've i've literally you're not going to leave. Just, just no, don't. No, no, no. no, it's not about that. It's that I have the old still. So, like, I have the the birdie. But um, once you, once you like, download the update, you get the X. I've been holding Jay, strong. Uh, Jake, I'll pull up the super, but let, let, let's end this conversation. I don't want you to continue to contribute with the supers. This is, I mean, we can agree to disagree on this. Um, I know you're a longtime viewer and supporter. It says it's beyond reproach. Baseball and the Dodgers own a public apology. She belongs in prison for the equivalent amount of time of what Bauer would have got if convicted. I don't know the particulars of the case. I understand their strong feelings when it comes to this. I do. Um, but we're not going to necessarily parse Parse it. Any, figure it out tonight. Just, and anybody that's falsely accused, like it's pretty, it's it's bullshit. Yeah, and I, I don't know all the particulars of the case. I'm just saying that, so I I just don't fully know it. But I do know that there's some things, even in this article at Fox News today, that aren't overly. Um, I mean, he admitted mistakes, right? Yeah. And Jake he was reckless the supers. and made a lot of mistakes along the way. His words. I, yeah, appreciate it, Jake. But again, we're going to end it with just, I, I would not have wanted Bauer on this team before. I don't want him on now. And it's not going to happen. So yeah, we're, no. There's, it, and if there's it does no happen, reason to talk about it. Oh, man. If it does happen, there'll be a lot of talking about it. Um, okay, guys. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio at 3 p.m. Please join us. San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app, YouTube, by searching for John and Jim 760. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, 2024 is here. Year five of the wrap-up show. For Jim, I'm John. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.